Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Group on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 563. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and we're going to talk some football tonight. We're in the middle of free agency. Sorry about that little bit of a blurb at the middle. At the beginning there, I forgot my mic was muted, so I had to turn it on, and then we get going. Okay, so this is what we're doing. Uh, we're going to talk football. We've got a full panel today. We've got uh, Charles Cliff. Uh, Will McDonald and Rick McDonald, uh, Will's brothers, back on board with us again this time. So there you go. So everything is good. Everything is fine. And uh, we're going to talk football because that's what we do. And uh, I got in a real big rant. I mean, we could rant about the NFL and the Super Bowl and, and all the different things that are on there because there's a couple of things that are really weird. I mean, since when do they do a second national anthem? at the Super Bowl game. That one just caught me off guard. I had never heard of that before. And uh, it got booed, and I don't know why. That was not nice. Mm. But in the same fact, it is that it, it, there, there really is only one national anthem, so why would you try to ram another one down their throat? Um, and, and then I looked at the history of it, and it, the song was actually there before the yeah, – anyhow, who cares? Whatever it is, you've got a national anthem, you've got a national bird, you've got a national flower – you got a national animal, all of those things. Stick with one. Don't try to keep confusing people. It's not right. Anyhow, so that's what kind of my rant on that one. Uh, very little on the Taylor Swift side of things. The football game, I don't know. We'll talk to Will about that because I'm sure he'd watch it. I don't know if Charles did or not. But it, everybody says it was a boring game right up to the last two, three minutes of the game, and then they played a little bit of football, and then they went into overtime. I noticed that they changed the overtime rules to be more like the CFL, and I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, it used to be uh, sudden death, first one to score wins, and now it's uh, each team gets the ball. And uh, so that's kind of cool. Anyhow, or it, I think it's each team gets the ball or it's timed or something. I don't know. It's really done. There was a clock running. I didn't understand a clock running in overtime. Charles, you're, you're yawning again. Sorry. Um, okay, so uh, I've got the mics open up. Uh, Charles, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you doing? Good. Obviously, you ain't tired. No, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, just uh, sitting here. I missed the show last week uh, over in the east. Actually, technically, I was on my way home while the show was on. I didn't get you back were, yeah. home until like 10 o'clock at night. But, uh, yeah, so uh missed the show last week. But, uh, hey, it's been uh, interesting with free agency the last couple of days, although a lot of the signings we already knew about last week. But uh, it's been good, so... Yeah, I mean, you know, we had this um, this window, this window of opportunity for teams to discuss with pending free agents, you know, if they would be interested in this or that or that or this. And, I, you know, it, it's, it's this tamper window, okay, legal tampering. Um, I don't like it. You know, at least when they were illegally tampering, we didn't hear anything about it. We didn't know what was going to happen, and all of a sudden – 
the morning of the of free agency, all of a sudden, all hell break loose and all these contracts come in. And we knew that they were all in place before, but it was exciting. We got to see the movement. It, there was a lot of action happening all at once. Where this free agency, when it opened up, it was like really anticlimactic. Nothing really happened. There was no surprises. There was no, oh, wow, we're, let, we're, we're, oh, free agency is now happening, and, and, and this is awesome. Well, no, it wasn't. Nothing happened. It was, it was literally boring. And I was very disappointed with it. And I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I mean, I remember when we used to have, um, when I was back at the wine store in, in Aldergrove, Charles, and we used to do free agency, and it would be like, I'd be sitting there and watching customers be coming in and going up, and I'd be posting all these different transactions and everything that was happening. It was just awesome. Yep. It was just like a busy, busy day. And, uh, you know, yesterday was nothing. Nothing happened. You yeah, know, I, I don't post two or three things and, you know, Phyllis posted a couple. You went in there with a couple and that's about it. You know, it just like, yeah, I'm all, it, nothing, nothing was a surprise. Like I, like I said, we knew of everything. So, I mean, nothing was, uh, there was nothing that shocked you or anything because, I mean, before, yeah, obviously teams were tampering before. We knew it was, that it was like that. But, I mean, um, at least the, you know, it surprises some of them, but most of them are like, oh, yeah, I heard about that the other day. On free agency day, I used to sit there just refreshing Twitter over and over again, and yeah, now that's not there because you knew what was coming. You were just waiting for them to announce it. It's like knowing what you're getting Christmas morning. It sucked. Yeah. So, well, no, anyways, I, it is I don't what like it is, this. So. I don't like this new format. Okay. Anyhow, let's uh, get the William guy in here. Will, how you doing, buddy? Welcome to the show. I am good, and yes, I did watch the Super Bowl, and uh, I didn't really find it that boring because I'm a football guy. I, I like football. I like football. Um, but the most it was swampy. Part, the most exciting part of the game was the last ten minutes, and I didn't watch the last ten minutes because I can't watch games when they're that close it makes it gives me angst and it drives me a little crazy and so i didn't watch the last 10 minutes so and i was hoping i was cheering for san fran to be honest with you because no human being should ever win a super bowl with a haircut that bad, and I'm talking about Mahomes, okay? You'd think a guy has $55 million, he could get a better fucking haircut. That's all I'm saying, okay? No, I'm not arguing. But you know what? He's – that Mahomes guy is a generational player. He's in the same – in my mind, he's in the same same category as Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky – Guys like that, he is that much, he's that talented. He really is. He's just got something that nobody else has. And the Kansas City team this year was worse than the Kansas City team last year, and they still won the Super Bowl. So just my opinion, okay. of course. I, and I, you know I'm not an that. NFL guy. And as far as I'm not an NFL goes, guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Compare him. Com- goes, compare him to Tom Brady for me, quick. He'll he'll surpass Tom Brady if everything goes the way it should go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was just gonna say the same thing. He's only twenty eight years old. 
and he's also already won three Super Bowls. So, yeah. Um, but as far okay. as the free agency thing goes, I agree with you. Um, it was like Christmas morning, only you found out what you got. But the big, the big thing for me is I'm surprised that BC got uh, Donna Gala so cheap because I'm pretty sure he's going to challenge the badge for the starting job this year. So I, I actually didn't hear how much he they paid for him. What was it? I didn't I don't either, know. actually. Not much. Well, then how do you know they got him cheap? Well, because they got him cheap. He's not going to go oh, I, anywhere I would, else. No, I would say... I think he probably went would, for 125, 140. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. One fifty, maybe. I don't know if they paid him by his height. Maybe one fifty. Well, hard to say. He might be getting two hundred then. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Anyways, but yeah. Okay, well, well, we'll get to him. It's definitely on the agenda, I'm sure. Uh, Rick, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Second show in a row. Uh, you're back. You must have enjoyed it. Well, it didn't suck. I had a good time, and I'm living the dream these days. So um, it's just uh, another another thing to get my time. I, too, watched the Super Bowl. I don't think I've ever missed one in all the years I can remember, and it wasn't the most exciting game, but uh, San Francisco shot themselves in the foot a couple times, which cost them big. Um, I was cheering for San Fran because I'm a lifelong Raider fan, and I can never cheer for Kansas City. <laughs> I don't care what they do. It's never going to happen. Never, never. But I was also at the end of the game, had my attention taken away by the Phoenix Open Golf Tournament because our local boy, Nick Taylor, won a two-hole playoff, banked himself $1.6 million. Pretty good week's work, yeah? Not bad. And free agency, I, I've never paid much attention to it. Um, I really don't get interested until everything's done and training camp starts because it's just sort of like nothing space in my head. It's just people people negotiating money and moving around. And I think I mentioned last week, it's one of the things that I thought diminished the CFL was free agency because as a kid... My bombers were always my bombers. They didn't move around every couple of years with free agency. They were there for the long haul. You got to know them. You got to see them at events, and it was really your team. But now you, yeah. it's hard to keep track of some guys. Well, free agency has destroyed every sport, whether it's hockey, baseball, basketball, um, football. It, I mean, it just has. It, it's taken that, that loyalty away. And, you yeah. know, I think it's I said what, last it's year. Good, it's is, good to – Good the players can make Go ahead. money. Good for them because it's not a long career. And, uh, you know, they'll, some of them will be greeters at Walmart after they're done. So good for them. Yeah, it, I, I understand it, and it makes sense, and it's good for them and everything else. It's not good for the sport. And I think that that's, that's important. I, and, I think that's true know, because it, one of the things that you – it used ahead, to be Joe. that you could identify with the guys that were with your team, you know, five, six, seven, eight years. Like, I remember growing up, the Lions with guys like Kevin Konar and guys like, um, well, Roy DeWall was here for quite a long time. Nick Hebler. Rick Klassen. Uh, James Quick Parker. Rick Klassen. 
uh, Keith Gooch. Yeah. I mean, these guys were with the Lions five, six, seven years, so you got to be used to seeing them. You just don't see that nearly as much as you did back then. Well, we got T.J. Lee for eight years. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't happen at all, but more you would get more guys like that. You'll, I mean, well, you nowadays get the whole you, team. you'll get three or four, but, yeah, you'd get the whole team that would just keep coming back every year. Yeah, no, it, 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 it's definitely taken a lot away from the game. There's, I mean, you can look at a whole pile of different things. as to. I mean, we've had this discussion before is what has destroyed the CFL because it's nowhere near what it was at one point in time. It, was it blackouts? Was it um, free agency? Is it the ratio? Is it, you know, I, I don't think the ratio actually destroyed the game. I just think that it's not allowing it to excel. It needs to get rid of it if it, we, we need to bring it back to its old grandeur. But, you know, the, the blackouts were terrible for it. Um, and like, like I said, like we've been talking about, free agency is just is terrible for this thing. I mean, you need consistency. The fans need to be able to relate to it. I don't. I don't care who's on my team. I, I really don't. Uh, it doesn't matter to me who the players are. Um, it, to me, there is no loyalty in it. I mean, there's... In five years, every player's five ten years. Every player on the team is going to be gone. Most of the coaches are going to be gone. Hell, the owner could be gone. Um, you know, so the only thing that's constant in out of out of a, a football team in, in the CFL at this point in time, to me, is the fans. You have to be loyal to your team, regardless of what the team looks like. And you know, and I've been a fan of the BC Lions for fifty two years. So you know, it, it's it. You're the constant right now. Okay, you as the fan is the constant, and you need to stay constant, and you need to stay vigilant and, and, and promote your, your league and see how many people we can get to the game. But it's hard to do. We're fighting an uphill battle. Anyhow, um, that's just my thought. I don't know. Anybody else want to add something to that, or are we going to go talk some football? Let's talk football. Who's every teams gain and loss on the first free, first day of free agency. Okay, so this is a, a Three Down Nation article that Charles put up, and it, what is going on here? I hate their pop-up ads. Okay, starts off with the BC Lions on the West Coast. We got added Dakota Prukop, the quarterback from Winnipeg, William Stanback, from Montreal, Jake Hardy signed from Montreal, and Pete Robertson, a defensive lineman, signed from Saskatchewan. Who did we lose? Well, Dane Evans retired. Dominic Rimes went to Ottawa. Phil Norman, there it is. There's that pop-up ad again. It just took me away. Um, Phil Norman went with to Ottawa. Woody Barron was released. Matthew Betts went to the NFL, to the Detroit Lions. Jalen Edwards Cooper, a DB went to Saskatchewan, and Quincy Maurer went to Toronto. Uh, the cool thing is we did resign a bunch of guys, J- Javon Katoy, Keon Hatcher, Alexander Hollins, David Niels, Thibault Debali, Sion, I don't know, I'm going to, Ben Halatic, Josh Woods, Marcus Sales, Terry Williams. Uh, Edmonton, big signing there was McLeod Bethel-Thompson, Curly Gittins Jr., Boris Beattie, uh, Javon Leak, uh, Special Teams Player of the Year uh, from Toronto. Uh, 
didn't lose too many guys. They did some trading. They released a bunch of guys. Uh, Adam Konar went over to Calgary. Uh, they resigned a bunch of guys too. Brett Boyko, Tony Jones. Oh, thanks, Three Down Nation, for the pop-ups. Love it. Okay, uh, next team up. Who's that? It's got to be yeah, – that was Edmonton, Calgary Stampeders. They added Matthew Schlitz, Jamal Morrill, Trevon Tate, Adam Konar, Micah Tights, uh, Demario Houston from Winnipeg. Who'd they lose? Jordan Herdman Reed went to Saskatchewan. So the twin brothers are playing together in Saskatchewan now, eh? Jordan and Justin. Weren't they both on BC at one time, Charles? Or did we yes, just have they one were. No, we had two of them at one point. Yeah. They seemed to follow each other. Yeah, Calgary did a really good job of signing their players from last year. The downside to that, of course, is, as Will always says, they didn't win the Grey Cup. So, you know, with the personnel that you got, you're going to bring them all back. You got to get better. So, hopefully they did that. Um, Three down, or it's not three down. Um, Saskatchewan Rough Riders got A.J. Olay, uh, Olette, uh, Marcus Hardrick, Malik Carney, Adam Euclair, the, the Jordan Herdman-Reed, Jameer, Jameer Thurman from Hamilton, and Jalen Edwards from B.C. Now, a lot of people are saying that Saskatchewan won free agency. Why? Because they signed. Well, I think they have. They have made some good signings. I think. If you look at, I I really like the signing of um, uh, AJ Willett, uh, Jamarcus Hardrick, the good offensive lineman. Other than that, I mean, I don't think there's anything spectacular. Uh, I like Jalen Edwards Cooper when he was with the Lions, but he was nothing like super. uh, He wasn't like super. he wasn't like super must sign or anything like that. So, no, he wasn't in the top five. That's for sure. No, he was in and out. So, um, they 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 re-signed Antonio Pipkin and Mason Fine, and they've got Trevor Harris under contract. So there's their three quarterbacks. I don't really think that that I think that that's the biggest problem. They they really have a weak quarterback. Uh, room right now, and I don't know how it's going to hold together for them. I just, I don't think it will. So, yes, they they did bring over some guy, a couple of guys from Toronto, or um, they lost a guy to Toronto. They they brought one over from Toronto, which is A.J. Olay, who came over with, um, uh, for Corey Mace, I guess. But they also brought over a bunch of coaches, too, from Toronto. And that's always something Will talks about because they usually came from Calgary to start with. Okay, you guys got anything to say about the uh, the first first three teams, four teams here that we've talked about? Rick, you got anything? Well, you know, all, all of this the- kind of thing, um, signing signing free agents, players moving around. Um, 
what does it mean until you see if they can play together? It, it doesn't mean a whole lot. No, I don't think there's any team in the CFL that has what I would call a plug-and-play team where it doesn't matter that much personnel. You plug this guy in and everything still works, like, say, the the heyday of the New England Patriots. didn't matter which guy left. They just plugged another guy in, and they continued on winning more games than they lost. I don't think anybody in the CFL has a system like that, so I think it's a big a big crapshoot with all these acquisitions on what they're going to look like next year? Well, I think for the most part, Calgary was like that. Uh, not anymore, but they, you know, go back five, five, 10 years ago, Calgary was pretty much like that. They didn't matter who played at what position. They were just going to be good. They had a, a great system in play and, uh, and they never did anything in free agency. In fact, I think that was John Huffnagel went fishing that day. Um, so yeah, it, you're right. If uh, you're going back to ten years ago, Ken Austin bought a, a, a Grey Cup team, Grey Cup winning team for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and they couldn't play together to save their life. He, he broke the bank. He, he splurged. He bought, brought in every big name there was out there, and they yeah they got to the Grey Cup, but they absolutely got pummeled. And uh, two years in a row. And then the free agents are literally mercenaries, and they're gone. They're, they're following the next bucket of money. There's no loyalty to the team that just brought you in and paid you too much. Go ahead, William. Well, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm impressed that BC didn't didn't go overboard with free agency because teams have a tendency to do that when they're hosting the Grey Cup, okay, because they want to be in the Grey Cup. And I don't think uh, BC did that in this case. They made some signings. They finally sort of kind of got a running game, but who knows what the running game is going to be like until until you find out what their O-line is going to be like. Um uh-huh. You know, they they signed a couple of quarterbacks because they needed a couple of quarterbacks and uh as as backups and and as as short distance. Obviously Dominic Davis is gonna retire or something because he didn't sign the PC again, did he? Yeah, I don't know about that. But and uh, you know, I mean the biggest thing for for BC is they lost Matthew Betts, but I I don't I don't put much credence in a guy who's the sack leader. Sacks are nice, but uh, not always necessary to win championships. You always said so, that, that you always said that that's an overrated stat. I think yeah, it is. It is. I think it, it is. 100% it is. looks nice. It looks nice during games. Okay, but I think it's an overrated stat. Um, and and if you will, Calgary, Calgary signed some pieces. They didn't sign. They signed a good offensive lineman out of Toronto. Um, they signed Morrow from Saskatchewan. Just to, they must be going to do running backs by by. Uh, in bunches this year and uh so committee yeah yeah there you go that was what i was looking for by committee um, by committee 
And and you heard it here first. Matthew Slitz will be the starter in Calgary by game five. Promise. <laughs> Promise. I'm, I'm, I'm actually sorry to hear that. I am too. I am too. But what I'm hoping is that he'll fit into Calgary's system and he'll be like Nick Arbuckle was when he was in Calgary. And you won't know the difference, okay? He'll win some games. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I can always, I can always hope. Yeah, I, I think he could be a decent guy. I mean, I, he's not a superstar or anything like that, but I think he can actually be a guy that can you know what? You know, hold your your head he, above water. He's, he's more mobile than uh, than uh, Jake Mayer is. I guarantee you. Yeah, okay. I don't disagree Just with that saying. either. So we'll see. And Dave Dickinson also claims that everybody on the team will compete for their job. So let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And, and they should. You should yep. anoint somebody to a position. I just I don't agree with that. Well, I mean, right. you know, certain people. You, you, you. Winnipeg's paying Zach Caleros a shitload of money. He should be the quarterback, right? But everybody should have a chance right. to take that job away from him. Yeah, but they don't have any. Who's going to take it away? Chris Strebler? Come on. No. No. <laughs> I have to go to another. Um, well, I cannot deal with Three Down Nation doing what they're doing with their prop up pop ups. Oh. Okay. So, what is this article called again? Who did they ever get on the first day free agency? Got it. Yep. Okay. There. It, it comes up in a window when when I click on the link that Charles puts. It comes up in this little window, and the window keeps turning, closing itself. So that's anyhow, weird. I got because I, on the, I'm on it. It's not doing that to me, but whichever. No, but I'm on a – what are you on? Are you on your computer? I'm on an iPad. Yes. Oh, that's why. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I'm on a computer. Yeah, yeah. iPad uh, – iPad's always challenging for me. Okay, um, let's go over to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers here. We'll do this one team and let uh, Rick have a talk mm-hmm. on it. And uh, still doing weird shit to me. <laughs> okay, um, they added one player. Chris Strebler was a, was a signing from the NFL. Um, that was their only signing. Uh, they didn't pick up anybody from within the CFL. And it's not like it, Chris Trevler's new to Winnipeg, so it's literally a re-signing, even though there was a, a three, three years off in, in the middle or four years off or five years off in the middle or whatever. It's been five years now, I guess, or four. 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 Hello? What happened? Did you go away? Oh, you're still there? Okay. Yeah. You stopped talking. Yeah, I know. CJ, are you there? No, he's gone. He's gone, Charles. I think he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. Over. Uh, he must have, he must have vanished here for a minute. We'll see if he comes back. So I'll just go back here. We were talking about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. 
so yeah, looks like they they brought in Chris Trimble. Only added one guy from outside of their organization, and that being Chris Trimble. Um, they've lost a few guys. Drew Brown and uh, Dakota Prukop. Drew Brown went to Ottawa. Well, he was traded to Ottawa. Prukop signed with BC. Mike Miller retired. Drew Mitt Richmond retired. Jackson Jeffcoat retired. Jamarcus Hardrick signed with Saskatchewan. Sadrick Hansen signed with Toronto. Jesse Briggs retired. Kerfala Exumi, I think is how you say it, signed with Toronto. And Demario Houston signed with Calgary. And once again, this year, the Bombers have done actually a very good job re-signing all of their existing free agents. They've re-signed Johnny Augustine, Brady Oliveira, Dalton Schoen. I was convinced that either Oliveira or Schoen was leaving Winnipeg. Drew Wolitarski re-signed. Stanley Bryant, Chris Konowalski, Patrick Neufeld, Willie Jefferson, Cameron Lawson, Jake Thomas, Tanner Kadawalder, Brian Cote, Shane Gauthier, Retta Cramdy, Brandon Alexander, Nick Hallett, and Dietrich Nichols, all of these guys re-signing with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So they did a really good job of holding that team together for the most part. They didn't add anyone really from the outside up until this point uh, other than Chris Strebler. They did lose a few guys. So what do you think? Uh, We'll we'll leave it up here to Rick, and and, uh, let's uh, give Rick uh, a shot at uh, talking about this. I'm back. Well, I, I, oh, you're back. First, okay. first off, I I will never understand this Traveler thing. I don't get it. I don't <laughs> see what, what None of us he do. adds in value-wise. I mean, Welcome uh, to the club. I, I, I feel bad that uh, Prokop's gone. I really like him. But uh, by, by and large, I'm, I'm just going to say that Winnipeg is going to be very competitive again. be interesting to see... Uh, what kind of young rookies they have around that, that might fill a spot here or there or take over a spot because those are the unknowns, right? Could use, uh-huh. could use some younger up-and-coming O-linemen because that O-line is getting a little long in the tooth. But should be should be good. And, yeah, they, they didn't um, – they, they really haven't made a lot of changes. So we'll see. And, and as Will pointed out last week uh, – they didn't make a lot of changes, and they didn't win the Grey Cup. But they were in it. Yeah, the, they were in it. But they were in it. They were in it. And they've been in it for the last uh, three years, four years, right? Yeah, the last four, four years. years. So, uh, four years. Yeah. And so. last, last year's loss I blame on coaching staff and not players, but that's just me. <laughs> Yeah. See, um, I had a thought. It's vaporized. Uh oh. That's a senior moment for CJ. Yeah. Oh, Winnipeg last year had the oldest team on average in the CFL. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Who was number two? Mm. Oldest team? Yep, second oldest Toronto. team in the league. No idea. It, it was DC. I'll say, was it, it really? Was DC. Okay. DC. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was kind of scared me a little bit because uh, I didn't see enough movement or change on the BC Lions, but uh, we'll see what happens. <coughs> we'll find out. 
you don't know until you get your starting lineups. <clears throat> I, it, you know, we're, we're, it didn't matter whether we were after the Grey Cup, whether we were before uh, free agency, whether we're after free agency, or we're a week before training camp. We pretty much know what the uh, – I, I don't want to call it the power rankings, but the rankings of the CFL are. And w- nobody's taking Winnipeg out of the top position. It's just – it's not possible. It, it, not, not yet. I don't see it happening. And anybody who's going to argue that it's Toronto is, is, is an idiot. And and I think the reason, the main reason for that is they still have the best, the best quarterback in the CFL. Of course they do. As much as I hate to say that. But on the other hand, and this is a shout-out for Steven Sparksman, Steven, you've been complaining about the Calgary Stampeders not having good defensive backs. Well, they signed uh, Demarius Houston out of Winnipeg. He was the interception leader in the CFL last year. So there you go, Steven. You got your D back. Let's see what happens. Nothing. Yeah, unfortunately, you need five of them. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Right. So. And, I mean, that was one of the things that BC did really well, is their D-backs last year were shut down. They were really good. It was tight back there. And that allowed Matthew Betts to be the sack leader because if there's nobody to throw the ball for to, the quarterback's got to hold on to it for that extra second or two. And that extra second or two lets a D-line get at him. So, you know, it, and, yes, T.J. Lee's another year older, but we also lost, what, two or three in the D-backs? I'm a little, little, little concerned in that area. For yeah, the but, but anyway. and I was, also, I was also not impressed with the, with the talent of most people's offensive lines last year, especially Calgary's. So, you know, I think that oh. might improve this year, I hope. But we'll see. As long as we got Canadians on the O line defending against Americans on the D line, we're going to have hurt quarterbacks. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> don't say that. I'm sorry, I don't know what else to say. It's, it's, as long as that's going to happen, you're going to quarterbacks are going to get hurt. Nah, you can you can usually hide the Canadians on the inside of the offensive line. Okay. Yeah. So, we'll you can see. try. Yep. If your center gets run over, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Time. Charles, do you want to keep going? I don't want to talk as much as I am. Okay. Hamilton Tiger Cats. Well, let's move on Hamilton to the Tiger Cats. Hamilton Tiger Cats. Well, what have they done? Well, they added uh, running back Anti Milanovic Leiter, uh, whoever he's he is. Fat, he's, a fat, he's a fat Canadian. He's okay. Yeah. Okay. Luther Hakuna Vanu. Hakuna Matata. Evan Johnson, Luther defensive lineman, Brandon Barlow. Dwayne Hendricks, Jordan Williams, they got from a trade in Toronto, and Jamal Peters. Honestly, other than Jordan Williams and Jamal Peters, I don't hardly know any of the other guys on the list. Who have they lost? Well, Mashu Schlitz is in Calgary. But they Matthew let him go. Schlitz in Calgary. Yep. 
Uh, Sean Thomas Erlington signed with Montreal. Malik Carney signed in Saskatchewan. Jonathan Cabongo was released. Doesn't look like he's signed anyone. This is a big loss. Uh, Dylan Wynn signed with Montreal. Fraser Sopic uh, signed with Toronto. Jameer Thurman in Saskatchewan. Uh, Chris Edwards retired. Tunde Adelike signing in Toronto. That was a good pickup. And kick returner Tyreek McAllister goes to the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL. Meanwhile, they re-signed fullback Felix Garand Gaultier, receiver Tyler Goodwin, Tyler Tanoski, another receiver, Brandon Camp, an offensive lineman, offensive lineman Jordan Murray. Another good this is a good signing, offensive lineman Brandon Revenberg. Uh also another old lineman, Coulter Woodmanzi, defensive lineman Mason Bennett. Linebacker Bailey Feltmate, uh Sam uh Nick Cross, defensive backs Richard Leonard and Stavros Cassatonis, kicker Mark Legio and punter Kerr Vidvik. Because I know Will likes his kickers. Uh so yeah, who do, who wants to go on this? Tor- um I kinda feel like Hamilton's just kinda standing still, kinda spinning their wheels. There's no real big addition there. Uh, Jordan Williams is a good addition, but uh, I don't know if he's a super big game changer. But I don't really think they lost anyone that impactful either. Will, what well, do you think? The big, ad- the big addition for the Hamilton Tiger Cats was uh, Scott Milanovic as head coach. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh. Okay. So, you know, he's got to build his team the way that he needs to build his team. And uh, he's not one to build it through free agency. So uh, is it going to be – are they going to be a powerhouse this year? Probably not. But Scott's going to have them going in the right direction. That's just my opinion. William, go ahead. You know what? Don't forget Hamilton. And if you remember last year, I thought Hamilton would be good because they signed a lot of guys in free agency but it seems like they were horrible last year, and they seem to have let a lot of those guys go this year, Junior Thurman being one of them, um, Sunday Adelike being another. So, so you know what? I think Scott Milanovic wants to build his own team, and obviously that's what they've decided to do. So you'll probably see a lot of new players there. And, and, and well, I think the other... They also, I think Tim White still hasn't signed yet because the idiot's looking He's for three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. So no I, I can't, I can't see them signing him either. So we'll see. Oh, I think they'll sign him for around two and a quarter. Yeah, Maybe. he's not going to get three hundred grand. No, it's not worth it. Um, what does he I think do want to point is? out, though. Yes. Yes. That uh, Hamilton has signed the most amounts of free agents. Oh, have they? Yeah. If if you count the trade, the additions, if you count that one trade with Jordan Williams from Toronto, they signed nine, Saskatchewan signed seven. So they're either Hmm. tied with Saskatchewan or they're ahead of them. And if Going down to the next team, Toronto also has eight additions, one of them being that trade. Actually, being. 
for being at the trade with Ed, Edmonton, actually, where Jake Sorrenza came over. So. Mm-hmm. Rick, Rick you got any thoughts on Hamilton? Uh, not really. Nothing nothing that hasn't been said. Already? No. Nope. No problem? Okay, yeah, I guess so. Let's Bo- move. Boot on to the next Go. team. All right. So the next team up is the Toronto Argonauts, the greatest team in history, according to some, but they weren't. Uh, so what did they add? They added Albert Awachi, uh, fullback from Saskatchewan. Jake Serezna, defensive lineman from they got via a trade. He's a good pickup. Faderick <coughs> Hanson signed from Winnipeg, another pretty good pickup. Fraser Sopic signed from Hamilton. Tunde Adelike signed from Hamilton, good pickup. Kerfala Exume signed from Winnipeg. Quincy Moser or Mogger or whatever from the Lions. And they brought in Lyram Hiralahu, who has been playing the last few years down in the NFL. Here's where things get kind of off the rails for the Argos. They've lost a lot of players and a lot of impact players, good players. Andrew Harris retired. Adrian Ouellette signed with Saskatchewan. Curly Gittins Jr. traded to Edmonton. Darius Bladick signed with Ottawa. Trevon Tate signed with Calgary. Brandon Bartle signed with Hamilton. Dwayne Hendricks signed with Hamilton. Jordan Williams traded to Hamilton. Adarius Pickett signed with Ottawa. Jamal Peters signed with Hamilton. Boris Beatty signs with Edmonton. Javon Leak signed with Edmonton. That's some very key losses in there. A lot of those guys are guys that were key to their record last year. And then as far as re-signing goes, you got receivers, Dijon Brissett, DeMonte Coxey, Tommy Neild and Richard Sin- Richie Sindani. Offensive linemen, they brought brought back Isaiah, C- Isaiah Cage, Darius Siraco, and Dylan Giffen. Defensive linemen, Benoit Marion. They brought back four linebackers, Brian uh, Herlamana, Jake Cassar, Jonathan Jones, and Winton McManus. They brought back defensive back Jamie Henry and Maurice Corn- Carnell. So they lost a lot of good players in that uh, through whether it be a trade, whether it be retirement, whether it be signings. I'm not sure the guys they brought in are really going to take up for the guys they, they lost. Uh, they brought a lot of their players back, but a lot of their re-signings are kind of more depth guys rather than starters. Not, there's a few exceptions there, like Winton McManus is a good player, Richard Sandani. But, uh, yeah, what do you think about the Argos here? They've uh, lost some key pieces and haven't they really all, replaced them. They also, Go they, ahead, also signed, they also signed Kadeem Carey today. Okay. Yeah, that's true. So that makes up for their... Yeah, that just happened. Their A.J. Olette guy, Kadeem Carey, is just as good in my mind. Um, the reason you didn't see it last year is because Calgary doesn't like to run the ball for some stupid-ass reason. Um, and Cheer he's, got some, he's got some... Uh, he's got some relationship with uh, Ryan Dinwiddie, so we'll see how that works out. But they have lost a lot of guys this year, but they didn't win the Stanley or the Grey Cup, so I, I'm just... They've lost uh, a couple of key offensive linemen, 
and I'm just going to wonder how my uh, favorite Kelly quarterback is going to do with no, no offensive line this year. We'll see. And A.J. Olette not blocking for him. So that'll be interesting. We're, uh, we're not going to say that he doesn't have an O-line because we haven't seen what their O-line is going to look like. They could have a couple of big kids that are coming in that are going to be able to play they game could. ready. Who knows, right? So we're not going to say that they don't have an O-line and we're not going to say that their <laughs> quarterback or their running back can't block or anything else. But I don't think Toronto's the team that they were last year. And I think but, that their team so, last year was uh, – Exaggerated by the uh, the bias in the divisions. Um, just, so there's no uh, way that Toronto's going to win 16 games this year. Just to make uh, Kelly's uh, aura bigger, I was listening to the Waggle the other day, and guess what? Apparently, apparently, this is how much I like the Waggle. Apparently, he's a really, really good ball hockey player too. Hmm. That according okay. to, uh, to some laundry career. detergent. According to the ho- the hosts on the waggle. Okay. So just saying. What the hell is mm, that, that in the that background? Really impressed me. Neither, what was what, Charles? Whatever. Uh, William. There's something in the background. There's something in the background. Uh, yeah, I think there's a coffee pot going over here. My son-in-law's got to go to work. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry, I didn't mute it. Okay. No biggie. Okay, Charles, go over to Ottawa. All right, so Rick, we're uh, off no, to... Rick, you got anything to say about Toronto, Rick? Yeah. That's what you guys said, a lot of personnel changes, some coach changes, going to be a different team. They were pretty tight, I thought, last year, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. All right, on to Ottawa, who I think is actually quite an interesting team because I think they've done some pretty decent additions here. Uh, They brought in quarterback Drew Brown from Winnipeg. They signed Dominic Rimes from B.C., Still like to have seen him come back to BC, but whichever. Uh, they resigned or they signed Darius Bladick, offensive lineman from Toronto, and they also signed Phil Norman, offensive lineman from BC. Linebacker Silas Stewart, they brought in from Calgary, and the Darius Pickett, uh, signed from Toronto, was a very good pickup. Uh, they've only lost a couple of guys. Uh, Anti Milanovic Legion signed Hamilton. Nate Pahar was released. He's getting kind of old, I think. Adam Alclair signed with Saskatchewan, and Douglas Coleman III signed down in the NFL. It didn't say who he signed with. And then they have uh, re-signed a bunch of players. Devontae Williams, Anthony Gothlin, Braylon Addison, Justin Hardy. That's not right, is it? No, no, sorry, Justin Hardy. Uh, I'm confusing him with the guy that the Lions signed. Uh, but Justin Hardy, Bryce Carter, Lorenzo Malden, Nigel Romick, Michael Wakefield, Kevin Francis, Frankie Griffin, Gary Johnson Jr., Tyson Verde, Kai Cranston, Brendan Dandridge, Justin Howell, Money Hunter, Damon Webb, 
Michael Domagala, not to be confused with Jake Domagala, and Potter Richie Leone, who I've always liked as a Potter. So, yeah, some key, some, the, Ottawa hasn't made a lot of additions, six, but I like the guys they brought in because I think they're going to help them uh, quite a bit. Well, what do you think of Ottawa's additions? Well, um, they did sign Drew Brown, so they might have a quarterback this year. We'll see. Um, uh, uh, they still have Malden, who was the defensive player of the year two years ago. Um, you know what? We'll see. Ottawa's got a better coaching staff this year than they had last year. Mm-hmm. I think they're a que- I think they're a question mark. They couldn't, they can't get any worse than they were last year. I'm still not, I'm still not convinced of, uh, I'm still not convinced that what's his name is a good head coach. Come on, help me. What's Bob Dice. Bob Dice. Bob Dice. But I'm, and I'm, I would willing actually... to give him another, I'm willing to give him another year and see how he does. Because he also yeah. has, uh, doesn't he also have Kahari Jones as his offensive coordinator? I do believe. So, yeah. yeah. And I like I like Kahari Jones. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. I hope, you know what? The better Ottawa does, the worse Toronto does, and I'm okay with that. Fair enough. And I was going to bring that up that some people think that Bob Dice is the weakest link there in Ottawa. But, I mean, they like, you brought up a good point, though, that they do have uh, Kahari Jones there. So if they need to make a change, if they feel that's going to help, they've actually got a guy right there that has quite a bit of head coaching experience that they can go to. So that uh, well, once again, could be... But, but once again, I don't think yeah. they should do... They, don't, they shouldn't do the revolving door on the coaching thing. It doesn't work anymore. Okay, so let's wait and see. Give them at least a couple of years. You never know. You, you've you've got a lot of you've got a lot of good talent in the brain trust of the coaching staff. Bob Dice is a good coach. Is he a great head coach? We don't know that yet. It, it, he, he's nope. kind of made some bad calls last year, but that was beca- is that because he's rookie and inexperienced, or is it just because he's not that bright? We don't know yet. Uh, but Baron Miles is their defensive coordinator and. Barron's brilliant defensive mind. I like him. Uh, Tommy Condell is their offensive coordinator. So, That's you know, great. Tommy's got a lot of, lot of miles behind him. And, yes, a lot of people don't have, like him, and he kind of got the boot out of Hamilton. But then I don't think it was Tommy Condell's fault that Hamilton sucked. It was the, the entire team was no good, right? You got Travis Moore in there, Nate Taylor, uh, Alex Suber, uh, uh, Corey uh, McDiarid, uh, you know the special teams coach. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So anyhow, their coaching staff looks pre- <laughs> No. Their, their, their coaching staff looks solid, and it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. So Kahari Jones is not there. No, he's not. Where is he? No, he's not. I thought he was. No. Maybe I thought he was he in was Hamilton. Last- he Maybe he's in Hamilton. Hamilton. That might be right, actually. No, I don't think he's I think he's in Hamilton. Either. 
it's no, he's not there. He's nowhere. Oh, okay. I thought he was. Somewhere. He was the. He was with Ottawa. Ottawa. Let him, he was the Ottawa let him go. Offensive yeah, coordinator and assistant year. head coach. Yeah, they let him yeah. go at the end of the year and put Tommy Condell up in there. There you go. So he doesn't have a job this year. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Not at this. Not at this point in time. No. And I, I don't. I, I like Tahari Jones. I know him personally. He's a great individual. He's, he's a great family man. He's, uh, he, he's, he's good with the, the players. He is, he's a great offensive coordinator. I've never seen him be a good head coach. I mean, I was yeah, cheering I for him he... in Montreal. I was cheering for him in Montreal, but we know that it, 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 he just didn't have the – him and Bob Dice are too similar. I honestly they just didn't don't think have that, that, that killer instinct. He, he I does, thought he was didn't great have in Montreal. that killer instinct. That one year in Montreal, Rick, he was pretty good. Come out and save Anyways, me here, Rick. Go ahead. Ah. Whoa. Sorry, I, I no. lost a train of thought. Come out and save me. Not a good head coach. Is that what you're saying about Kahari? I, I like kind of him. I think he's an amazing coach. Been. I just don't think he's a head coach. Yeah, well, how many how many chances has he had now to be a head coach? One, three, four. One, one. No, he's one. He, wasn't he head? One. He was head coach in BC, was he not? No, he wasn't. Harry Jones, he was never head coach in BC. No, 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 no. He, he was one the offensive coordinator. Under one the yeah, yeah, he was never head coach. Okay, hang on. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at his uh, his record here. Offensive coordinator, Montreal Alouettes. Yeah, but um, he's... I like Tahari. You know, I like him as a player. Uh, He appears to be a solid offensive coordinator. You know, back in the Ottawa Red Blacks, they can't get any worse. And uh, I like Drew Brown. I think he's going to be their starter, and that's going to be good for them. But like I said, they be hard not to improve on last year, right? Even if not making any changes. Did we do Ottawa? Yeah, we just did Ottawa. We did, yeah. So um, we can move on to Montreal now, or. Was was Nick Nick Arbuckle? He's still under contract. Then was he? He doesn't no, look to be no, on the free no, agent no, list anywhere. No. He's a free agent. He's a free agent. Yeah, me. I thought he was, but he's not on their list. He's not mentioned here, but he is a free agent. No. Maybe, right. maybe it's because not, maybe it's because nobody wants to sign him. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, but then it should then it should just say lost. Right. Yeah, well, it just it should have him like be, he's released as of right now. Yeah. Because I thought he was a free agent. He was. <laughs> yes. And, and, which is kind of sad. I thought that that Calgary might have picked him up. I wouldn't have been upset with him in BC. Have you watched him in the last five years? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. 
He needs a team around him. Well, yeah, most players do. So, you you would take Nick Arbuckle over Jake Mayer. Yeah, but it doesn't matter anymore because we got the beer guy now. <laughs> the beer guy. I'm just saying. Yeah. Schlitz. Yeah, Matthew you, Schlitz. You think, oh yeah, Schlitz, Schlitz, okay. Schlitz malt liquor. Yeah. Um, what, what, what was their name? Laverne and Shirley. You can start singing their song. Yeah, Schlitz and Hammer. Well, I could do yeah, it. I could actually probably at, post it up. I'm looking at Ottawa. They still say that he's the quarter. He's a quarterback on Ottawa. So maybe he hasn't been released. I thought I heard that he was gone too, but I maybe thought we're wrong. I heard that too. Yeah. I'll tell you real quick. He might be on injured reserve, actually. Nick Arbuckle is a free agent. Okay, Okay, there. Yeah, that's what I thought. He is a free agent, but and and signed nowhere. So I guess they didn't include anybody on the list that has not been signed, unless they actually retired. Makes sense. Apparently, that is the case. Well, um, if you go back to where we were just now, uh, shit, I keep pushing the wrong button. Um, What happened to, uh, if you go up to BC, where's Dom Davis? Yeah, he's not on there either. We weren't. No, Dominic Rhymes, but not Dom Davis. He should be a free agent too. Yeah, he is. He's not a BC Lion, that's for sure. So they didn't include people that just didn't get signed. I guess not. Which I think it's kind of weird. Yeah, because they're le- they are leaving the team, so technically they are lost. Well, they're they're leaving the team unless they get re-signed. Right. Right. So if they're either in the re-sign category or they're in the loss, because they're they're not part of the team. Yeah, in limbo at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Okay, did we do? You want to do Montreal there, Charles? We'll do Montreal here, the Great Cup champions. So they brought in. Running back Sean Thomas Erlington, receiver Tevin Jones from Saskatchewan. Sean Thomas Erlington was from Hamilton. Defensive back Isaac Demi Berglund from from Calgary. Derek Wigan came over from Calgary, and a big pickup, Dylan Wynn, signing from Hamilton. Who they've lost? Well, William Sandback, he went to BC. James Tuck, fullback, signed with Hamilton. Jake Hardy signed with BC. Austin Mack, which is a big loss, signed with Atlanta in the NFL. David Brown retired. Sean Jamison and Armando Sewell have been released. Lawai Ugok signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFL. And Zach Lindley retired. So re-signings, they brought back uh, Jeshrun Antwi, Walter Fletcher, Regis Sebazu, Sebazu, Alexander Gagne, Philip Gagnon, 
Jesse Gibbon, Christian Matt Matei, Sean Lemon. Finally, someone resigned Sean Lemon. Kyrie Feverett. Frederick, what? yeah, Frederick Shagnon, Darnell Sankey, and Najee Murray signing. Those are all the re-signing from Montreal. So have they gotten better or have they gotten worse? They got better. They got better? Yep. And how do you figure? Defensive line-wise, they get a lot better. Yeah, and uh and uh Darnell Sankey and 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 uh Sean Lemon are are uh <clears throat> pillars on Back. that team. They they their leadership from last year it showed in that game, final game. They would not be denied. And the only thing that they're missing is that big receiver they had. He went to the NFL but hopefully they have another receiver that they Austin can find Mack. and put in there. Yeah, Austin Mack. He was awesome yeah. last year. He had a great year. Yeah. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. they got better. Just my opinion. Oh, yeah. And, of course, they got to retain the services of that Grey Cup winning quarterback, Cody, Cody Fajardo. I am the man. I am well, the man, Fajardo. Which, well, they extended him for three years. Which obviously yeah. BC, missed, BC missed the boat on him. Um, Saskatchewan missed the boat on him. Toronto. Toronto, Toronto missed the boat twice. on him. Yeah, come on, baby. He is a He is a stud. Sarcasm runs thick with this one. Yes. Rick, do you dislike yeah. Cody Fajardo as much as a lot of other people? Well, well, it, it depends on which Cody Fajardo shows up on any given day. Quite you know, He's always the same. He's always the same. He's pretty much what I mean? he does. We do, well, but there's, there's, he's there's never. Nuance, he's, there's nuance there. There's nuance there. He, he was never like the good or the bad Trevor Harris or the good or the bad Henry Burris. He was, you know, it, it was never that hot. He he never had that hotness. Okay, and, and it was it was a mediocre uh, Cody Fajardo that showed up, or a terrible Cody Fajardo that showed up. And he's not even mm-hmm. a good guy. He's a bit of a dick. Okay? Yeah. But he's but he's but he's pretty accurate. He's he's pretty pretty acclaimed at taking a sack. He's got that skill down very well. Yeah, he's really yeah. good at doing that. Anyways, but you know what? Once again, once again, Montreal will be as good as the East, and how good is the East going to be? Well, and, and, and am I right this year the schedule is more evened out? They'll be playing the West more often? Yeah, everybody well, plays They're back to a one. normal schedule. Thankfully, yeah. yeah. It's about yeah. time. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. So, yeah, that's that's when we'll see the metal hit the, metal hit the road oh, yeah. right there. See uh, the, the truth but, in it all. Okay, so we've just gone through the 
pending free agents. We all know what they're going to do. We all know what's going to happen here. Who is your favorite team to come out of the East? Rick. My favorite or who I think is going to do the best? Yeah, that's what I want. Okay. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to go. What's your opinion? What's your opinion of who's coming out of the East? I'm going to say Montreal. Okay. They made Charles? They made some good moves. Think they're going to ride the wave a bit more. Okay. Excellent. Charles? Um, honestly, I'm thinking Toronto. I don't think the the screaming hell, but I'm going to take Toronto to come out of the East again. I mean, they're still. They're they're probably not as good as they well I don't think they were ever as good as the record showed and I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year but I still think they're kind of best of a bad bunch I think Montreal got on a hot streak and won last year I'm not sure the the big team I mean I think you deal Montreal or Toronto probably one and two but I would take Toronto. William? You know what? I think I, I I have a feeling. I have a feeling there's going to be a resurgence in Hamilton. Bo Levi Mitchell is going to throw for 6,000 yards. Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, with, 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 with his left, with his left unrepaired arm, okay, He's going to truly be ambidextrous and look the fuck out. Now, now in reality, I think Montreal's yes. going to win first place. Montreal's going to be first place. Yeah. And Toronto a close second, but I think uh, I think I think the sheen has come off of Mr. Kelly, and he uh, that playoff loss last year is going to defeat him. And he's not the quarterback you think he is. Well, no, he's never been the quarterback I thought he was. Well, yeah, but or I was never else under the... he was. Yeah, I've no one illusion, but this guy, this guy I mean, is a poser. But 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 hold on, if he hadn't had a concussion at the end of that game last year, he would have got in. I know, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. We haven't heard we haven't heard shit about that since, have we? But I but I hear he's yeah. a pretty good fucking ball hockey player. So use of convenience. Yeah, well, maybe he should go play ball. Well, that hockey. changes everything. Yeah. No. Sure, it does. So, <clears throat> sorry. Excuse the cough every once in a while, guys. I just can't, or or the people at home. I'm I apologize. I can't get to the mute button fast enough. Um, I'm taking Montreal. Uh, I was so impressed, so impressed with that team last year. And at the beginning of the year, I picked them to be the worst team in the league. They had no owner. They were owned by the league. They didn't have any money in free agency. It was a mass exodus, people leaving Montreal you know, to just get out of here, get out of town. And, like, 
Gino Lewis, how did that work out for you, buddy? You went over to Edmonton and oh, you missed the cup. Um, anyhow, uh, it just yeah, but he made Danny but he made three hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Yes, he did. Um, yep. Danny Machocha, who I am not a fan of, nor am I, did a pretty good job of uh, assembling a team that was worthy of play. And, yeah, it took them half a year to get going. But the back half of that season, they played some pretty damn good football, relatively speaking. He did. Jason Moss. Jason Moss and Cody Fajardo. Cody Fajardo did end up with the highest completion ratio in the league. Uh, that that shocked me. Um, but, you know, it's just uh, – I don't know. I think that Montreal is going to be the number one team in there. Toronto's not going to be far behind. And I think Hamilton and Ottawa are going to be fighting for third. And uh, there's going to be some distance between them, like distance between the top two and the bottom two. It's not going to be really that close. I mean, Hamilton doesn't have a quarterback. Bo Levi Mitchell is not going to be playing after game five. Um, three. What's going three. on? Three. I know. I, I was being generous. Um, Drew Brown over in Ottawa, although I'm not, I'm not sold on him. I have nobody's seen enough of him play football to to say that he's going to be a starter, but he's going to have to be with Jeremiah Mazzoli over there because I don't think even Mazzoli's ready to play at the beginning of the season again, is he? Yeah, probably but they got not. Crumb. They got Crumb. And Crum was not bad last year. Crum was not bad, potential. nor was Drew Brown. So if those two tandem, they might have something there. They're, I think Ottawa is in a better position than Hamilton is. Yep, absolutely so, there. That, that's, that's kind of my take on this one here. So that's, maybe, that's our Western but, division. I was going to say, but maybe Hamilton uh, didn't sign quarterbacks because they still have what's-his-name. You know, the guy that he should have been the starter after game five, the young guy. What's his name? Come on, help me here. No, no, Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh, Powell. oh um, Taylor Powell. Yes. Taylor Powell. Yes, because don't forget Scott Milanovic, Milanovic is, a, is a quarterback whisperer, and I think that's probably yes, why have. they haven't signed yep. That's probably why they haven't signed a lot of people because he can see what this guy's going to do. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he came out and, and with glowing confidence in Bo Levi Mitchell and signed him for an extension. So, uh, that, yeah, I don't know about the QB whisperer when it came to Bo. Yeah, I don't. Did they sign him to an extension or did they just renegotiate his contract? Cause he had I think signed he just renegotiated. Yeah, they had signed for he had signed for two years. So. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think he just came back for half the money. Yeah. Yeah. That, and you, you, that could be very possible, and and more with a, a lot of performance bonuses in there, which he's not going to achieve. Well, but the other thing is, I think they he had more surgery this off season on his shoulder, so now he can he? comfortably hold. Yeah, so now he can comfortably carry the clipboard better than he did Ooh, last okay. year. So, okay, well that's good. Good to hear that. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, quickly yeah. run over to uh, the so Western Division here, which is near and dear to the hearts of everybody on this panel. 
And uh, I personally believe Winnipeg is at the top. Um, are they going to come out of the division? I don't know. I, I, I have to do that homer pick and, and say that BC is going to be really tight with them because I just believe that BC is a better team than anybody and everybody gives them credit for. And uh, I don't know whether that's a homer thing or whether that's real. We'll see what happens. Uh, Vernon Adams is a lot better quarterback than anybody is giving him credit for. And now we've got a little bit of backup. Jake Dogala. Oh, my God. Um, we've got a running back, William Stanback, so we'll see what happens there. Saskatchewan is the wild card for me. Uh, I think they're doing a good job of building their team. They got new coaching staff, which they needed, which was really good. Um, are they going to be in third? I don't know, but they're going to be challenged for that position by Edmonton. Chris Jones is going to do something in Edmonton, and I've been saying this for three years. Um, it, this is going to be the year for them to step up and do something, and so I'd like to see that. And uh, I got Calgary in the basement. I'm starting to agree with William on this. There's, there's just not much happening over there. We'll see what happens. But that's that's my pick on the West. I got BC Edmonton or BC and Winnipeg top one uh, A one B. I got Saskatchewan in third with a really, really close Edmonton, Eskim, Edmonton Elks team, and which could even possibly cross over. William, you want to play with this one? Yeah. Um, I think I think you got to go with Winnipeg. To, to be in first place in the West. I hate to say that, but you have to. Um, yep. Um, BC, you know, they're a good team, but I, 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 the VAG has never, ever taken them to the promised land or taken them one step further. Maybe having a running game will make a difference because – you guys, just, you guys figured out last year that you're not going to win on great receivers alone. You need a running game. So no. that's simple. And yeah. I don't know if I don't know if the Vag is the guy who can bring him to that promised land. He hasn't done it yet. He hasn't really had a chance. He has, but he hasn't. So, but they have to be number two. And uh, I'm going to say. Edmonton, Saskatchewan will be, you know, third or fourth place. And Calgary, until they realize they don't have a quarterback, they're going to be in the bottom. It's that simple. It's that simple. So so we're pr- pr- pretty much agreeing on the order. Yeah, we are. Give or we take, are. Great, give or take a, a flip-flop of the green ones in the middle. Um, Rick, what do you got? You know, I'd I'd say you guys got it right in the West. I would agree. Winnipeg number one, BC number two, and flip flip flop. You know, the Riders and the Elks, either or. And to my great pleasure, Calgary in the bottom again because Little Willie just loves that. Yeah, it's a. It's a tough one for me. I just, I just Calgary is just 
spiraled downhill for the last five years. They've just got worse and worse and worse every year. And I don't know how you how you can blame that on anything else other than the coaching. Well, it's just a cycle. You can't stay on top forever. And the overall, no, no, the overall thing for any team in the CFL is you're not going to be good if you don't have a decent quarterback. Calgary hasn't had a decent quarterback in four years. In four years, five years, four years, four years. 2019, they did not have a good quarterback. Well, yeah, they had an okay quarterback. His name was Bo, I think. Bo, wasn't it? Bo? No, 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 not back then they did. That's that's, when he got injured, I think. No, I think that was the next year, to be honest with you. The next year was canceled. Oh, that's true, too. So, yeah, he didn't have a good year. Yeah, he was. Sure. So. Right? Yeah, he, he, he's he been down for a while. I think 2018 yeah. you won the Grey Cup, didn't you? Yeah, we did. And that was the end no of thanks to No thanks to Bo, thanks to Slippery Field. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Charles, I'm not forgetting about you. That's okay. Um, honestly, uh, as much as I would love to uh, put pick BC to come out of the West, until they you show can. that they can, until they show that they can beat Winnipeg, I simply can't do it because they've been close, but close gets you nowhere unless you're playing horseshoes, and sometimes not even then. Uh, but I'd love to see the Lions win the West, finish first, but until they show me that, I'm going to have to pick Winnipeg because, hey, they finished first now, I think, four years in a row or three years in a row, and they've gotten the majority, not all of their not all of their um, key players, but they've gotten a majority of them back, so... I put a lot of stock into experience, and these guys, um, these guys have a lot of experience, regular season playoff Grey Cup. So, until someone takes them out, I gotta go with Winnipeg. You come out of the West. I still think BC's at number. They're in number two. I see Saskatchewan and Edmonton battling it out for third place, and I, I think those two can be interchangeable and. I could see each one of them um, potentially getting that third spot or the fourth spot. And I'm with everyone else. I think Calgary's uh, back in the rear this time. Sucking the hind tit. Yep. I I heard an interesting stat today. Um, Saskatchewan Rough Riders have gone with a quarterback that is one year younger than their head coach. Trevor Harris is 38 years old. Corey Mace is 39. Wow. That's a little um, strange. Yeah, isn't it? Hey, so hey, here's a yeah. little here's a little blurb that I just read online 
Mark Weddle made a post on Let's Talk CFL, and he said, Uh-oh. reason reason 8,765 I detest many writer fans. And it says, some idiot yelled, let's go writers, during the time the Jets set aside to honor Kenny Plain and Jerry James, two bomber legends who passed away over the last two days. It's pretty funny. But that is writer fans, for sure. Isn't it Kenny Fion? What? Kenny uh, how, do you sell, how do you sell his name? Plain. Plain. I thought it was Kenny Plain. Kenny Plain. Okay, my bad. And Jerry, and Jerry James. Jerry James. He's interesting. He's very interesting. Do you know that he played in the Stanley Cup and yes. the Great Cup Grey in the Cup. same year? Yes. In the yep. same year. I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. That's what That's fucking men were, man. Fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, right. He like probably make, didn't make much for it either. Okay. So uh, let's jump over here to free agency frenzy. Okay, we can do that. Um, what we've got now is we've got the playmakers who are still available, unsigned. Okay. We got Tim White, wide receiver, Hamilton Tiger Cats. He's asking three hundred k. He's going to get about a two and a quarter if he's lucky. I think that the big money on the re, return uh, receivers is gone. Uh, I don't think that they didn't pay. What did they pay um, Dalton Schoen? Wasn't it two forty? Yeah, yeah. Two thirty this year, two forty next year, something like that. Um, realistic you know your top level receiver in the cfl that's your money that's that's what you should be making okay uh jamal morrell running back with saskatchewan he already saskatchewan signed 219. He, he, he signed in calgary today oh did he <laughs> yeah he okay did. yeah yeah okay good stuff uh Cianti evans signed by bc today I was just say he's right with BC. Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, he's yeah. a he, he's a great corner. He's an awesome corner. Yeah, he's a ball hawk. Ball hawk. Yeah. 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 Um, he was in Calgary for years. So. Jerry and Grant, kick returner, wide receiver. I'm I honestly that? surprised that no. Yeah, you said Jerry and. Yeah. It's Janarian. Janarian. They're a fuck. Yeah. Fucking returners are a dime a dozen. Give me a break. I don't give a shit what his name is. <clears throat> yeah, he's there. AC Leonard. I think he's getting a little long in the tooth myself for a linebacker, yep. but so be it. Uh, Robertson Daniel, or is it Daniel Robertson? I don't know. It could be either way. Uh, DB. He was with uh, the Oakland Raiders and the Baltimore Ravens, and uh, Toronto had him last year. Uh, Cam Phillips, wide receiver with the Argos, and Rashid Bailey, wide receiver with the Bombers. Lucky Whitehead, wide receiver for the um, BC Lions last year, and Larry Dean, a linebacker. And the other thing I've noticed is I've seen uh, 
Manny, Manny Arsenault out there begging for a job too. So I'm not going to say that Manny's, he's one of the best unsigned players out there, but Manny, Manny wants to play Manny's, one more year. Manny's going to play till he's 55. Okay, trust me. Yeah. It's kind of like a Milt Stegall thing. Well, no, kind of like a, kind of like a, kind of like a, what's his name? Oh my God! Well, why can't you remember? Kind of like uh, Nick Lewis. You have to okay? give us a clue. Oh, Nick Lewis. Kind of okay. like yeah. Nick yeah, Lewis. Yeah, he played remember? for a long time. That 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 last season, he turned around. He was fat as fuck, and he just turned around <laughs> and kept the ball five yards at a time, and he had over a thousand yards. He had over he a thousand he yards. Did. He did. And he still hurdled people. Yeah. And he's also an assistant. He's a receiver coach in Calgary, and he's a lot fatter than he was back then. <laughs> well, he's he's t- get, taking uh, Wade Miller run for the money? No, 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 no. He looks like an offensive lineman right now, okay? <laughs> Nick Lewis, okay. Yes, sir. Wade Miller looks like a small house. Wade Miller looks like a short fat houses. guy. I'm talking about a small house, no. not a tiny house. Yeah. Bigger than that. Okay, so what do you guys think? Who, who's the, the number one guy here? Well, obviously it's Tim White. Um, the other two, yep. Jamal Moore yeah. and Santi Evans, are gone. Um, Grant, Leonard, Daniel Phillips, Bailey, Whitehead, and Dean. Who do you want on your team? Who would you take, William? I'd take I'd guys. take Janarian I'd take Janarian Grant for seventy five grand. No, you won't get him for seventy five grand, but oh, if they pay any more than eighty, they're nuts. Probably. Hey, their prices their prices are going down every day as of right now. That is yeah, correct. Hundred percent they are. They are. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing is. And I was going to bring that point out because we brought it up in past years. If you don't sign in the first two days, you're not getting very much because all the money gets spent in those first couple of days. Well, yep. yeah, Dale and I can't, keep a spot o- I, can't, I can't keep a spot open hoping that I'm going to get Tim White. I'm going to fill it with somebody, right? Right. Whether that's whether that's Hamilton or it's somebody else, it's it, whatever. The number one receiver's position on every team right now is filled with somebody, and he wants three hundred k for the number that for a number two spot or a number three spot. He's, he's, he's not. He's out to lunch, man. You you can't do that. Yeah. And I think the big money for the receivers is over, and it, and it needs to be. What was happening was stupid. Toronto and Edmonton were screwing up the marketplace. Okay. That's done. Uh, Detroit Lions signed the CFL's most outstanding defensive player, Canadian lineman Matthew Betts. Yeah, shit happens. Um, Like I said, he had one good year out of four. Uh, it was an amazing year. It was a record-breaking year. How much of it is the team? Sacks are overrated. Uh, are we going to miss him? Yes. Is he replaceable? Yes. 
Is he coming he's a good back? Kid. Yes. Oh, he Probably. won't stick in the NFL. Yeah. There's no, there's no way. There's no way he's going to stick. But where's he going to land when he comes back? Uh, again, everybody's going to have their positions filled, right? When the NFL cuts well, come d- depends. in, you know, and go okay. Yeah, depends when he comes back. It all worked out okay for Big Hill coming back. Did it? I mean, in the long run, it did, but he wanted to come back to BC, and there wasn't a spot for him. Yeah. 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 yeah Lions have spent all their money. Yeah. Lions have spent all their money. They filled the position. I don't think he's feeling bad about that. Well, he, he did at the time because his, da- his parents live in Seattle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His wife is from Maple yeah. Ridge, right? I mean, the, BC was his home. And, and she's a yep, semi-pro yep, golfer, and she likes to golf every day, which yeah. you can do in BC. Yeah. So, you know, it's yeah, a, him, it, it was him, a tough life. Times. Now, it turned very, out really well for him in Edmonton, in Winnipeg. Yeah. You, you get we, a lot more we, for we your money in that town than you do here. Yeah, we, we missed him in high school football because he was always out willing to help and hanging around, and he was a good influence on the mm-hmm. boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But you can make it. You can make a life in Winnipeg on a CFL salary. You, you, it's hard yeah. to do in Vancouver. Yeah. I mean, my cousin just bought a house in Abbotsford for two million dollars, and it's a dump. And it's just like, oh shit, really? I mean, what would you? You wouldn't even have to pay a million dollars for a house in Winnipeg, and you'd probably have one of the nicest ones there. I'm not trashing Winnipeg in any way, shape, or form, people, but the reality of yeah, it no, is, no, av- it, 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 a- average house price is around 300k there now. So, yeah, yeah, and you can get a good, a nice house. Yep. Right. Yeah, yes, you can. I mean. I mean, even where I am in Merritt here, there's a house down the road from us, which is a modular. It's not a house. It doesn't have a foundation. It's a modular home, right? And it, it's it's nine hundred plus thousand dollars. It's not ten acres, but you know, it's it, it's nine hundred thousand dollars up here. You see, you're not getting anything cheap anywhere in BC. The other thing, the other thing about Matthew Bet. Is Matthew Betts is six foot three, two hundred and fifty pounds. That's not a that's not an NFL defensive end. No, not even no. close. No, they they like they might try and make him a linebacker. Well, he's not a linebacker. I don't know. Well, Maybe, he's pretty fast. I don't know. Yeah, but. He's not gonna play. He's not gonna. He's not gonna run around three hundred and forty pound offensive lineman in the NFL. Okay, no. trust me. Okay, no, not at two hundred and fifty pounds. I, he's gonna have to gain weight. Will that slow him up? Who knows? So, I I I know why he's going there. He's going there for the money. But he signed if a futures he contract. Money. He's not getting that much money. Well, not yet, but if he 
if he makes the practice roster, I don't know. What what do you think he made in BC last year? Wasn't much. He'll probably make more on the practice roster than he would in BC. Yeah, if he makes the practice roster. If he makes the practice roster. That's what I mean, yeah. He would have made good money in BC if he signed here. Yeah, but they must have made him some sort of promises or something. Or Yeah, because maybe, why do it no. otherwise? Yeah, yeah, right. He signed a futures contract. It's not a promise for anything. At least so when Nathan Rourke someone, signed there, they gave him 120000 hard money. I, I, I heard someone say it's like a promise ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a futures contract, so... We, we promise to bring you to training camp. If you do well, we'll give you a contract. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a way to avoid disability? Um, okay. So we got 26 minutes left in the show here. I'm surprised I'm still here and my throat's on fire. Uh, Mark Tressman is the new new hire with the Los Angeles Chargers. What position did he take on? Uh, He's a special offensive consultant, assistant or something. It wasn't like a coordinator. I know that. It says offensive assistant, but they have nobody listed as the offensive coordinator. Okay. Okay, so maybe he'll be there. They also have, oh, they actually call them a senior offensive assistant, and they also have a senior defensive assistant, and they have no defensive coordinator either. So maybe it's the same thing. You see, maybe the senior assistant is kind of like the de facto coordinator at that point. If they don't have they one do have a, They also have a, I noticed they also have a daytime or a, a run game coordinator. So, run game and tight ends, I think it is. So, I don't know. Okay. Well, good for him. I like Mark Tresman. I think he's a wonderful man, and he's a great coach. He really took to the CFL when he had no knowledge of it at all, and he mastered it very quickly and did a hell of a job in Montreal during that era. And uh, I, I wish he had come back to the CFL, but uh, why when you, you keep getting positions like this? Good on him. Right. Okay. I'm uh, going to jump the next one right now just because I got a little bit on my mind. Uh, Bombers running back Brady Oliver turned down $770,000 with the BC Lions and $550,000 with the Hamilton Tiger Cats to take $240,000 from Winnipeg. Now, that was the headline way back when, and it's, it's so misleading. It was a, BC Lions offered him 770000 over three years. That's 265000 a year on average. It was heavy laden on the third year, not the first. This actually gave Brady... Uh, according to the new CBA, uh, guaranteed money in the third year. Okay, so BC would have had to pay him no matter what. Um, 265000 
Hamilton's package at 550 is 575, so they actually would have ended up paying him a little bit more to play into Hamilton for two years, but no guaranteed money. And he chose to stay in Winnipeg for 240000 Now, Winnipeg is his home. It's where his house is. It's where his girlfriend is. It's where his family is. It's where his history with the football team is. And do you think for $16,000 more, it would be worth going to BC, have a second house in the, one of the most expensive real estate markets in Canada? He would have been losing money to come to BC at, at that $770,000. He would have lost money going to Hamilton for $25,000 a year more or $35,000 a year more going to Hamilton. It, he, everybody says, well, he, he took a hometown discount to be with, with um, his team. He loves the fans in Winnipeg. I, I'm sure all of that's true. But bottom line is he's getting more money in the bank at the end of the year by staying in Winnipeg. And I don't fault him. 100%. Stay with Winnipeg. Yep. And, and, and he's a god in Winnipeg. He's a big fish uh, in Winnipeg. Of course he is. Yeah. So. It, 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 was, it was the only place for him to play football in the CFL. It didn't make – you know, you, you could have gone to Edmonton or Ottawa or something like that. But why would you do that for the same amount of money that you're going to get in Winnipeg or a little bit more? And the only teams that wanted you, you couldn't afford to stay there. So good, good move on Brady. Good for him. And mm-hmm. uh, same with Dalton Schoen. Right? I mean, it was the same thing for him. It just didn't make sense for him to go anywhere else. If he had got any interest into the NFL – that would have been a different ball game, but I, I, I don't think anybody out there was really going to open up the um, purse strings and hand him a bucket full of money. It certainly wasn't going to be Chris Jones this year. He, he opened his wallet to get a quarterback. And even at that, he didn't pay McLeod Bethel Thompson that much, did he? Probably not. No. <laughs> okay, Rick, what's your thoughts on a couple of bombers yeah, there that resigned with you? Totally, totally agree with the with the Brady stuff, and that's that's the thing about Winnipeg boys. They tend to stay in Winnipeg. I'm not sure why. Like bombers, like our Will and I had a classmate, Stan Mikowas. He played 14 years with the Bombers, never played anywhere else because he's a Winnipeg yep. boy. Big man about town, big man on campus. That was part of the part part of the beauty to it. I think everywhere he went, people knew him. Yeah, and, and it's the same in Regina. It's be fun. Yeah. Yep. Prairie boys and their football. Yeah, you're a living god when you're walk, you're playing on these teams, especially if you're good, right? Yes, quite you, you true. Go into, you go into you go into BC, you get lost. You're absolutely lost in that city. I mean, nobody knows who you are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. True. I mean, football is so low a priority in in the greater Vancouver area that, you know, even if you were the all-star, nobody would know who you were. So, yeah, it's a whole different ball game when you're uh, 
when you're in one of the little prairie towns and and the people from yep. the prairies don't can't gra- can't grasp this concept. They just think everybody you know, should be jumping up and down about football players, and it's just not a reality in BC. It's a lot like college football in the United States in these little small college towns. I mean, these the, the college like high school. Like kids. Yeah, high school, even though they're, they're treated like celebrities. Yeah. Yeah, they're, you know, high school quarterback is given a new truck by the dealership in town. Yeah. I mean, that did happen in BC. What, what, I know Andrew Harris what, what got, got a high truck. School, and so did. Sorry? What did we get in high school? We got Talk. every now and then. We, we get a free pair every of now and, Suspended? No, no, every now and then we'd get a, every now and then we'd get a ride in Gordy Pringle's Volvo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you brought it up. I gotta ask, who's Gordy Pringle? <laughs> Just the nobody. guy we played football with in high school. <laughs> okay, so he's a nobody. Okay. I, I I never got to ride in Gordy Pringle's Volvo, but I rode in Stan the Man's van a number of times. Beer runs. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, no, in high school football, we I got nothing. Absolutely nothing. No. We even had to give back our socks. I think we got one pair to keep each year. Whoa. Yeah, no, it was, uh, there was nothing that, nothing exciting about playing high school football for me. I mean, even I didn't play high school football cross. because my high school didn't have a team at the time. <laughs> we we even had some hand-me-down equipment from the Bombers. We were a poor school. Yeah. Yeah. Even professional lacrosse back then, I I may, only made twenty five dollars a game, and forty five if we went to Vancouver Island. So so just in case. Just in case, I need you to comment on this, Christopher. Just in case my daughter-in-law is listening and she will not let my 10-year-old grandson play football, but guess what she signed him up for? I don't know. Soccer? Lacrosse. Because she 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 says it's not as rough as football is. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, really? What's her name? Wait a is minute. It, is it, isn't that the game where you can take the stick and beat people over the head with it? Basically, no, yes. Nope, no. Nope. Can't touch their head. Can't touch their head. No, you're not allowed to do oh, it on their okay. head. It's the only sport you you're legally allowed to beat on somebody with a piece of wood. Okay. Not yeah. quite, Charles, but pretty close. Pretty close. Um, just what's her name? Daniela. <laughs> Daniela. Okay, just a bit, I played lacrosse. I played for 18 years, okay? Um, Four concussions, three dislocated shoulders, uh, a broken leg, uh, cracked collarbone. Uh, No, I'm sorry. Football was a dream compared to lacrosse. And you were were the goalie. (laughs) And I was the goalie. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it, you, you, you cannot, you, you can't compare these two games. 
Um, no. I, I love lacrosse. I love playing rugby far better than I pl- love pay- playing football. Um, but, yeah, no. They, they, those sports won't take you anywhere. Well, lacrosse might now, but I doubt it. You have to be exceptionally good, and most of those are Americans. But y- your kid's going to get hurt in lacrosse. And that's yeah, okay, it, it, because no. they're, they're kids. They're kids. They're supposed to yeah. get hurt. That's what toughens them up. That's what makes them men, right? I mean, I got uh, all three of my grandkids are in hockey. It's not much different, but a little bit different. But, yeah, no, lacrosse, most violent sport I've ever played. I love it. Absolutely love it. Legally allowed to beat on somebody with a piece of wood. But it's it's a tough sport. So, Danielle, no, don't. You, you know, if you're trying to protect them from something, football's a better sport to play. And don't, don't let them play that fucking girly sport soccer. God, I hate that fucking sport. Fucking pussies. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't mind soccer if it wasn't for all the weird, like, weird diving and crap like that. Where the guys like flip flop around like they've been shot. I get so annoyed with that. If I wanted to watch my buddies any, run around for ninety minutes trying to score, I'd go to the bar. Any game that takes that long to play in is often a zero zero tie or a one nothing game. No thanks. Yeah, ninety minutes. Oh yeah. You're talking about the NFL being boring. Soccer, oh my god. No, no. Fuck, I'd rather watch um, cricket. Okay. Uh, anything else there you guys want to talk about? Oh, Jackson Jeff Coates retires from the CFL. Uh, we really didn't hear much on, on that. Uh, we, there was a story that he at one point in time said that he's not coming back to Winnipeg because he doesn't want to play beside Willie Jefferson. Now, that is probably something that we're going to have to ask him when he comes on the show. The other story, the other story I w- read was that the bomber organization has not contacted Didn't talk to him, him at all yeah. in the off season. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And he has had a long history of injuries, so Does, but the I, link I doesn't think, work. I think he was uh, better, if not as good of a player as uh, Willie Jefferson, to be honest with you. I do. I, he's a good, kid, good good player. I have no problems with that. Um, I do understand him not wanting to play beside him or whether there's some animosity between those two guys, or they could be like brothers. Who knows, right? Yep. Um, it, yep. It's just a CFL rumor that's out there. Now – but is it possible that, that Winnipeg didn't offer him a contract at all? Uh, that one seems a little hard hard to fathom. Well, but you never know. No, you don't. I'm trying to find uh, the story on Three Down Nation's website, but it's not there. Or I can't. I'm not did far he, enough down. Did, did he make the decision to retire before they had a chance to get to him late? 
So I'm uh, reading an article. Was, there was an article I, in the I'm, Winnipeg Sun where, hold on, where Walter says the biggest potential contracts to hammer out first for players like Brady and Dalton. He just didn't know what he would be able to offer the defensive end, so no sense talking to him until I know what I can offer him. That's possible. But then you could probably also talk him out of retirement. Possibly. You know, unless he felt like he was... Depending on how much money you had left. (laughs) Well, Well, you know, at 30... 33 years old, because he's only 33, um, he could have gone into free agency and seen where else he could have played. I mean, hell, uh, Chris Jones would have picked him up in Edmonton, I'm pretty sure. Probably. I mean, knowing that we lost, Ma- knowing that we lost Matthew Betts, he might have come to BC. Potentially. Right. I mean, that, that's one way to deal with negotiations with bets is just sign somebody else. Mm-hmm. We don't have a place for you, buddy. Sorry. We ended up in Detroit anyhow. But Well, before he ended up in Detroit, he was pricing himself out of the market because he was asking for a lot of money. Was he? I thought he was, he was asking for over three hundred grand. I did not see that anywhere. I'm, I thought I saw that, that he wanted to be the highest-paid no. defensive player in the CFL. Uh, that, those might have been his words, but I never really saw a number from him that he wanted something that was outrageous. Uh, okay, I know maybe we I had never some, saw that. Maybe, okay. I know we had some big numbers from um, Tim White. And I know that I think we had some big numbers from Brady Oliver at the beginning, but I mean even Brady's was realistic. I think he said he was looking for the 275 mark, which he would have he, he got offered by Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So you know I, I I I don't think Betts was looking for 300 grand. Okay, maybe I I thought I, I had read that somewhere. I could be mistaken. I, I know the $300,000 mark number was batted around by a few players, but I don't believe Matthew Betts was one of them. Okay. I may be wrong. You know, and everybody says, uh, everybody says, well, he's asking way too much money. And I said, and I kept saying, I haven't heard what he was asking. He, it's not public what he's asking. That, that number never came out. And, and it was BC and Hamilton were both in the running for him. Right, they they were the ones that had the offers on the table, or was it Saskatchewan and BC? One of the two. And and then all of a sudden, Farhan dropped the bomb that says that he's uh, waiting for free agency to sign with Detroit. So, okay. Anything else on free agency you guys want to talk about? Because that's pretty much everything on the list. You can do your shout-out to you. We did kind of do your shout-outs to your Winni- uh, late Winnipeg players. Yeah. Yeah. Jackson Jeffcoat. Uh, oh, who, I, we didn't do this Chris O'Leary. Which team made the biggest splash? Everybody's going to say it. it uh, it's Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, of course. 
Yeah. But it's not. Yep. They there it would have been complete if they had assigned a kicker. <laughs> um like I said, Argos and Hamilton both signed um more players. Uh, and yeah, more, yeah, me more, signing I think, the most. I think Saskatchewan got better. But, yeah, quantity over quality, yeah, but, or quality over quantity. Right, but look who they they signed defensive linemen more than anything, didn't they? Weren't they stuck on one? Oh, no, I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. Um, no, they signed. Go ahead. They, no, uh, I'm good. They signed an offensive lineman who Hardrick was uh, the uh, runner-up for the the most outstanding offensive lineman last year, wasn't he? I do believe he was. Yes, he was. Okay. So they signed him. Yoshi. They signed a top top three running back. Okay. Um, AJ. They got yeah. better. They, without question, they got they better. Did, they did. Yeah, they got better. But they yeah, still they they, their quarterback room sucks. And, and, well, and I like that's Trevor the most Harris. important position on your team. I don't I like Trevor, Trevor Harris. Harris. I just know that he's. I like Trevor Harris. Ever... I, I like Trevor Harris better than Jake Mayer. Okay. Yeah. Just saying. But he's like completed one season out of ten, where he didn't get injured. Well. Okay. So if you, you know, think Yoshi story, is going to come out there and make yeah, an old line that's going to keep him healthy, I don't wait, know. But 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 think about this. True story. I mean, it was it was probably four years that. Uh, Zach Kolaris hardly played any games before he went to Winnipeg, right? Because he was always concussed. So. Yeah, no, I think it was like more than like six. Yeah, okay. No, and I understand that, but you cannot compare a 38-year-old Trevor Harris to a 33-year-old. Uh... True. Zach Caleros. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's no 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 time in Trevor Harris's life that you could have compared him to Zach Caleros. I mean, Caleros is is in my top five all-time quarterbacks in the CFL. So, so be it. No. Zach Caleros. That's what I was looking up. He came into the league in 2012. He didn't come to the um, Winnipeg Blue Bombers till late 2019. So seven right. years, seven, eight, eight seasons. So, so yeah. <coughs> And then he's he's been there another five. So he's been in the league for 13 years. This will be his 13th season. No. It'll be 12th because we lost this season. 
Okay. Four minutes left in the game. Anything in the show? Anybody else got anything really cool to say, talk about right now? Say something. Okay, I got I got a joke. Are you ready? Okay. Uh-oh. What did one saggy boob say to the other saggy boob? Oh my God. He's your brother, Rick. Yeah. Go ahead. We better start getting some support around here because people are going to start to think we're nuts. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. Sorry. That was funny. Okay. Anyway. So in in the Ryder Nation group today, a guy named Paul, let me finish this. Okay. You want to you want to do a Go joke ahead. at the end of every show? You can do that, William. I'll let you do that. Yes, sir. That's Jeremy, what I think I should do. Jeremy O'Day is the best GM in the CFL, according to Polly Bear. There's a joke on Rider Nation today. Undoubtedly, absolutely. Uh, according to who? The guy's name is Polly Bear. Polly Bear, like the like the animal, and it's on the Rider Nation. Facebook group, which I'm a member of. I'm on a member of most of the Facebook groups out there for the different teams. I like to get information from everywhere. And, uh, yeah, best GM in the CFL, bar none. If I look up this I, guy's I don't know about, uh, info, is he going to be living in Regina by chance? Well, of course he is. Any He's chance he doesn't nation. live in Regina? No. No. Or well, Saskatchewan somewhere, or at least a Saskatchewan fan. I mean, he, right. I mean, we have total idiots everywhere that that wear green. They don't. They're not exclusive to that square province. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Um, it, it's true. I mean, they're they're, they're crazy rider fans everywhere you go. Okay, got a minute and a half left of the show, so I'm going to close it off. This has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode 563. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. Thank you very much for sticking around with us and letting us babble about CFL football because we love it. It's passion. It's it's, it's best football in the world. We we just watched the Super Bowl game that was like, okay. Um, anyhow, I actually didn't watch much of it. I saw some highlights and stuff. Anyhow, um, that's it. One minute left in the show. Charles, say goodnight. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Okay, and Rick. Good night. Thanks for having me again, guys. Hey, Rick, are you gonna? You want to stick around and do this on a full-time thing, or is this a little just a hobby for you at this point in time, or a little uh, comic relief, or uh, you want to be part of the panel? I, I think I'd like to stick around. Okay. Well, you're welcome. Uh, Excellent. As long as you want to, we'll see what happens. Okay. William, 30 seconds left, my friend. Yes, sir. Good night, everybody. Yeah, nice I don't know what I'm. Nice to your brother. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do this weekend. There's no football to watch for the first time in yeah. nine months. Fuck. Anyways, go What's Hamilton. Go Bo. Where did the XFL Hamilton. start? Yeah, you know what? XFL. We haven't done anything yeah. about the Schooners or Marcus Crandall. <laughs> 